everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, joined as always on the other side of the table by Mr. Phil. Italia, Phil, what's up? Hey, Barrett. How you living? I'm good. You vaxxed up yet? Nope. No, it's a, ra- it's a race to the finish now. Yeah, Every man easy. for himself. We're here. We're brought to you by Washed Media. We're in the Washed Media Studios. We've got producer Randy over there on the ones and twos. i uh, got a good show for you today. I want to talk about um, the possible resurgence of a specific Nike shoe. And then I'm going to pop over to a Grammy trend that I noticed. And then um, I might pull up a, a couple of one or two DMs uh, to, to spark a conversation in the back half of the podcast. Uh, hey, guess what? Hmm. Our friends over at Uniform LA. Yeah. Pat Allen. Uh-huh. New drop today. Yeah. Yeah. Hot stuff. Mm-hmm. Heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. 24 ounces. Ooh. Everybody's begging for heavier the better. Yeah. So I wanted to give him a quick plug and also let everybody know that he has given the podcast a little 10% discount code. Ooh. Club Cool 10. Go check it out. That's this great. Is, this is uh, the first of several kind of imminent drops from him. He's got a lot in the pipeline. We're big fans. I reached out. He was gracious enough to uh, to, to let us get a little- Fantastic. A little coup. That's great, dude. That's good stuff, too. Um, so check his new stuff out. Not sponsored, by the way, but could be helpful to the podcast. If we, you know, if we make a dent with our little discount code, mm-hmm. we can use that to go bring on new guests, new new brands, new yeah. new sponsors, everything. So Ralph Lauren's next. Check it out. You're, you're bound to find something that you like. Really, really classic, elevated, on trend, perfect basics. So, uh, so shouts to Pat, and shouts to Uniform, and congratulations uh, on their new drop. Uh, what else do we have? Announcements, patreon.com slash club cool. Great way to support the podcast. Uh, we have two tiers. There's the cool kids, $2 a month. There's the extremely cool kids, $5 a month. You get more bonus content in the higher tier. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about changing the name of that tier to fully loaded, the fully loaded tier. Ah. Like a car. That's the implication. Yeah. You get all the bells and whistles. Keys to the clubhouse. All the trims and all the details. Leather seats. Wood grain steering wheel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, did you check out the Grammys? I did. Phil? Did you watch the Grammys? I watched a good bit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's talk about some Grammys. Okay. First of all, real quick. Mm-hmm. Is it a coincidence that the only people in attendance were the, the winners? No. Okay. <laughs> don't no, but they, no. That's that's not exactly true. I know, but it, it, it was just very odd. But to... there were lots of people missing. I would say, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that people were like, "Am I going to win?" And they were like, "No." And and they were like, "Okay, I'm not showing up." Yeah, we're going to see. Am you... I performing or am I winning? If not, uh huh. Because a lot of the people, a lot of the people nominated were performing. Yes. And if you weren't performing, were you there? Maybe, maybe not. We're going to seat you at this two top. Keep that mask on. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're sorry, but th- no Grammy tonight. The, the, this was the first award show where I felt like people got really creative with the masks. There were a lot of matching masks uh-huh. to the outfits, even cut from like the same cloth as the dress or the or the or the you know the kit or the tuxedo right. or whatever it, it was. Also, I felt like the performance sets, since they were off yes. site, were so elevated. Like so, Taylor Swift's was mind blowing. Yeah, Although so she lives I, I talked a little bit about this on on OCC, but what what we missed in like live audience reaction shots, it's always fun to like see the people in the crowd like awkwardly dancing to the music. We absolutely gained in 
incredible performances on much much better sets i will trade that off i like and, the new sets and for for like as weird as i thought that the globes were and it's kind of a disaster i'm sure that the oscars will be i'm with you i kind of like this for the grammys mm-hmm. because i i don't really care about the awards at the grammys no I, i'm here for the performances 100 percent. and the performances were much much better this year yeah. at billy eilish's with the half like the half buried car I didn't see that one. Oh, so you didn't? Did you miss all the opening performances? Yeah. Okay. Do you didn't see my boy Harry Styles? No. I saw Man. him with the boa, which did we you could see, get did into. Did you see your boys, the Black Pumas? No, didn't see that either. Okay, so you tuned it. You you tuned it in late. Yeah. All right. Well, the the opening was maybe the coolest thing. Like they did back to back. They did three back to back, and then they went to commercial, and then they came back, and like after the first award, they went right back to the Black Pumas. God, dog it. So Trevor Noah, the host, yeah. he like walks into this ballroom, and it's like. The ceiling and like all the walls are like covered in like mm-hmm. what looks like uh, that. Um, I'm gonna botch the pronunciation here. It's like the glass artwork, like Ch- Chuhili, Chuhuli. Oh, no clue. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Maybe is it blown glass? Yeah, yeah. Randy, okay. do you know what I'm talking about? No. Um, Come on, Randy. <sighs> Who cares? No, I do. Is it Chuhuli? I think it's Chuhuli. Sure. I'm going with Chihuly. That's what it looked like. I don't know if it was or not. Like Cholula, the hot sauce. <laughs> um, but really, really cool, funky like artwork coming down from the ceiling. Uh-huh. And then it was almost like this big circle, circular room. Yeah. And everybody had their own little pocket. That's cool. And right in the middle was Haim, mm-hmm. just on a little very sparse like drum kit with the gra- with the with the guitars. Missed that too. And so Harry Styles opened it up, and then they went straight into Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. And then they went straight into Hunt. Three back-to-back performances to open, all of which were great. Did you see Lil Baby? Lil Baby and Killer Mike out in the street outside Staples Center. <laughs> no, I didn't see that either. Did you see Dua Lipa? Uh, I did see Dua Lipa. Crazy costume changes. Yeah. She's good. She's nice to look at yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she could have done anything up on that stage, and I would have been like, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Um, who, so who else did you see? I saw the whole um, country – the, when they did the three country artists. Okay. Okay. Um, the girl that I believe won Best Country Album, Black Miranda Like Lambert? Me. Oh, uh, Megan Guyton? I yeah. Or was it Best Single? I don't know. Yeah. She won something. Right. First time seeing her, first time hearing that song, that was really good. Yeah. Um, did you see the WAP performance? I did. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Megan The Stallion... Solo was good. Yeah. Um, and getting to listen to – didn't she give a little bit of her background? Did They they interviewed her about her story, right? Growing up in Houston. I had no idea yeah, she was even yeah, from Houston. Yeah, They were doing little videos, the yeah, little, the little like video that. packages. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that. yeah. Big big H time. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Big night for Houston at the Grammys. Beyonce, uh-huh. Megan Thee Stallion. Two clear winners. And uh, getting right into the outfits, though, the first thing I saw was Harry Styles in the boa. Yeah, he brought boas back last night. I'll, I almost just ran right out to Party City and just cleaned him out of boas. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was Give some... me all your boas. Gucci boa. Sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was all in Gucci. I think he was in Gucci the whole night. Um, I'm just trying to think out if think if there's any other any other performances that I wanted to that I wanted to touch on before we jump into the Taylor Swift was to good. the trend. Yeah, Taylor Swift was really really great. I like the song. I it bugs the shit out of me when people lip sync. Okay. She was she was one. Mm-hmm. 
the 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 two that I noticed were lip syncing were her and then Meg the Stallion slash Cardi B. Well, yeah, they were moving around too. But much. But they were move. But their performance was so over the top. Yeah, Phil, my jaw was on the floor for this performance, <laughs> and not because I was personally scandalized by it, uh-huh. but because I could not wrap my head around the fact that CBS was putting this on screen. Yeah, no kidding. CBS. This is the network that like your eighty year old grandparents watch. They they tune in to watch shows called FBI. Ashley and I were talking about NCIS. If somebody does, from, the, does your favorite show, The Equalizer, appear on CBS? I don't know. I, I think it does. Either that or FX. <laughs> if somebody were to tune in from like the fifties, they would just to to turn on the Grammys when WAP was on. Yeah. What would they like? Coming from, we just recently watched the the uh, PBS jazz documentary. Mm-hmm. Like those people, that that was their music. That was it. That was the popular music. Place one of them in that audience. <laughs> Don't you think they would just all implode? I mean, it would be like, it, it, have you ever seen the SNL sketch where they're doing Oprah and she keeps giving out free stuff? Oh yeah, and, and then like Kristen Wiig's head yeah. explodes. <laughs> that that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Um, but it was. I mean, it was a spectacle. I loved the performance. Mm-hmm. I loved when they when they switched to Cardi B and she was doing that that song called "Up," and she was like all moving around mm-hmm. and it, like it was all the graphics behind her because she was kind of on a blank screen and it looked like she was like yeah, that was in cool. hands. That was so uh-huh. cool. Um, I wasn't super familiar with that song, but I loved it. And then yesterday, I listened to it at the gym like six times in a row. Uh huh. Just they're unmasked at your gym, aren't they? What's up? Unmasked. They, they the have they've on. they've unmasked us yeah. at the gym. Lifetime. Yes. I think I was one of fifteen people with a mask on. Yeah, I I, I go like sixty percent mask at the gym. Damn it, Barrett! I get to breathe in heavy, and I don't I don't want the mask. I'm I. I feel peer pressured by everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bastard. I used to do the same thing, but then I was like, uh, there's too much breath going around in this joint for me to keep this yeah i need it on so if if i get when if i get like in a position where like there's somebody kind of in that six foot range Mm -hmm. to me or where you were near the same you know jungle gym or pull-up bar whatever it is i I, i'm you know i I throw that thing on and i don't take it i don't run with it but but if i'm doing like if I'm, you know, if I'm doing box jumps or like something really strenuous, mm-hmm. burpees, stuff like that, I, I power cleans, power cleans, squats, squat thrusters, yeah, <laughs> benching three twenty five. Damn, no, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I, dro- I drop it off for a minute. Well, I was just shocked. I had no idea. I, I missed the email from Lifetime. Okay, because I immediately text uh, Dave Ruff of Circling Back. Mm-hmm. It was like, did you get the email? And he said, yeah. And it's it's shocking the amount of people that just were like, fuck yeah, we're done. Yeah. So, to, but to put it in perspective, just from from like the timeline of things, mm-hmm. last summer when the gym reopened, you didn't have to wear your mask while working out. Yeah. And nobody had the vaccine at yeah, that point. Right. And cases were not really looking great at that point. <laughs> and so at least now, like. People are getting the vaccine. The cases are way down. This is a like personal the, the, battle the, for me. The now. spread is low, and uh, and and so it's it actually probably makes a lot more sense to not be masked at the gym now than it did sure. when, when I was doing it back in the summer. I just think it's it's just unnecessary. Just keep it. Keep the policy. Wait until the CDC says, you know what, you're good. Yeah. 
It's a personal quest for me to not yeah. get it now. My parents are vaccinated. That's the only thing I really cared about. Yeah. Ashley's halfway vaccinated. I'm not. I, I've come this far. Right. So okay. So your 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 point is it's it's you just you got to not get it exactly. until you get the vaccine. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. I don't want to get in the in the fourth quarter. And and, and I, no, I totally hear that. I totally hear that. Especially from some meathead at the gym. Yeah. Um. I will tell you what though. I. I We've had kind of off mic conversations about this, based on kind of like my 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 two to I'd say three based on my three main text groups. Uh huh. I'm 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 feeling way behind on getting the vaccine. Yeah. Most of my friends have uh-huh. figured out a way to already get it. Are they in Houston? They're 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 all kind of all over the place. Some are in small towns in Texas. A lot are in Houston. Some are here. We got the short. Straw, my friend, living in Austin, the capital. Yeah, I think so. I do. I can't get a vaccine. I do think that's that's accurate. Mm-hmm. And most of the people that I know that have gotten it, or a lot of them, have had like a nice, a nice little connection, correct, to quickly get like the end of day leftover, yeah, type doses, and have been plugged in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to get social about it as well, it, it, it this is just the way things go. It is just the way things go. like the the privileged people that mm-hmm. have flexible jobs and can focus a little bit of time on working one of these ways to get it are getting it and the people like essential workers at grocery stores and retail and Mm -hmm. restaurants are shit out of luck because they're not being prioritized by the government and they're the ones that don't have the time or the access to to go to go figure out how to Mm -hmm. get an early dose which sucks but at the same time the whole now that one c in texas is open which is 50 and up it just it, now it's like a, it feels like a total free for all, and I think that it, the more people that get vaccinated, the, the as quickly as possible, the better. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not really, I don't want to wring my hands about it too much because it's just like, yeah, if you can get it, go get it, right. and just do it and knock it out. Because the more people that get it, the better, and the the less we have to worry about getting COVID at the gym. Yeah, we'll, you know what I mean. Like we'll get it eventually. Yeah, the vaccine, so, not COVID. That that's right. But I definitely – it does feel like we're in the fourth quarter, and it would really suck to, it? to expose yourself <laughs> now to it. That so. would be the, the crowning blow to this past year. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got from the Watt performance to COVID, <laughs> but we did. So let me just rewind quickly. Uh, oh, because I, I was playing the Up song at the gym. Anyway, just really wild performance. Loved every second of it. Yeah, that was good. It was something. I'm glad that we had uh, something crazy on the TV to talk about. I wanted to point out something I noticed trend-wise from the from the men's looks. And this came from, from three per- performers specifically. And I'll just preface this by saying, when we started this podcast several years ago, uh, you, I, I, was a, I, I was a leather daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barrett was going to leather bars. I was going to leather bars. Uh, you know, um, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't give me enough leather. <laughs> had a had a nice collection of leather jackets. Although I never, you know, I never did like get like the that perfect rider like like you ended up finding um, last year. Um, but over the and, and but but just to say like that was like my shit, man. Like. That is what was always near the top of my wish list is insane leather jackets or, or whatever. And then over the last 18 months, that that kind of faded. Um, 
and I, I just like as we got into like more techie stuff and and fleece had such a resurgence and uh you know some of these brands that we were following were were putting out just like kind of stuff that felt more casual more natural cotton linen fibers that type of stuff it, it just we just shifted a little bit mm-hmm. and it felt like leather was suddenly a bit on the outside looking in but leather never really dies it's, leather is never off trend it just kind of ebbs and flows as to whether it's at the top or not and based on what i saw at the grammys i'm 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 absolutely believing that leather is is about to come back full force mm. because three of our our big performers were draped up in leather mm-hmm. harry styles full gucci leather suit very cropped jacket very flared trousers then we had little baby i believe i know the pants were i think the whole thing was though was all amiri um leather jacket leather pants what looked like a leather bulletproof kevlar vest nice uh and then post malone who uh was how would you describe his look he kind of looks like leave schreiber playing a marvel character yeah Yeah. or leave schreiber actually leave schreiber was a uh he's wolverine's brother in one of those x-men movies that's kind of what he looks like here like a he's kind of like a western yeah, it, it's Look. it's something. Now, the he, slicker. he's got the whole big duster, duster. Yeah, the, duster the duster coat. And it's it's clear from all the crosses on it that it's chrome hearts. Now, before we continue this leather conversation, let's take another quick uh, uh, aside here and go off on another tangent. Are you familiar with this chrome hearts thing? I've heard of them. <clears throat> all right. So chrome hearts, to me, what it feels like, is the modern day Ed Hardy and Christian Audigier. Mm-hmm. This stuff like screams flash in the pan trend that yeah. lots of people will regret at uh-huh. some point. <laughs> um, adding to that is the fact that if you are just a hype beast of hype beasts, Chrome Hearts is your shit right now. Is it really? Like you cannot get enough Chrome Hearts and you got to have the trucker hat that says fuck in Old English on it. Ugh. And you got to have like the silver Chrome Hearts jewelry and you got to have the like denim. the denim with the crosses on it. And like this is just. And I thought that that was off-white. Didn't Virgil do something like that with crosses? Maybe. With denim? I don't know. What do we got? I'm, I'm on the website and, and and I'm not getting much because I guess there's I guess there's nothing in stock right now. No, those aren't twelve sixty five. Uh, those are twelve hundred sixty five dollar pair of slides on the website right now. Um, but you know th- this this has been happening for a while. Like Chrome Hearts is all over Grail. Like this is the type of jewelry that you're going to see a lot of a lot of dudes rocking from from Chrome Hearts. It's a lot of silver. It's a lot of greek crosses and it's very it, what it is is very very west coast biker heavy yeah which is why i'm comparing it to the to the stuff that i just mentioned like the, it reminds me of like the west coast customs t-shirts yeah. i wanted when i was in high school watching pimp my ride right uh-huh. like this this is a it, it, it's very reminiscent of a lot of 2000 early 2000s trends mm-hmm. um chain wallets and just like this really heavy stuff and i think that the the original market for chrome hearts is a pretty grimy biker style like like dude. So the 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 people that were kind of authentic and true to Chrome Hearts were very much like in this like kind of like biker centric subculture of mm-hmm. sorts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was kind of counterculture. Now it's hype. And now and and even though that I I see this stuff all over Grailed and I see it all over Instagram, 
it's it seems to have gone another level up because you have guys like Post Malone in full-on custom chrome hearts at the Grammys, and you have dudes like Drake that are decked out in custom chrome hearts stuff in their new videos. Here's mm-hmm. the if you're watching on youtube.com slash wash media here's the here's the the post malone uh fit that we're referencing um my take on it is 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 it's a complete skip for me because it's it is a trend that won't age well no way dude um and any anytime it's like anytime something feels a little too costumey you know mm-hmm. like like we talked about like last week right like wearing some sb dunks even though you don't skate wearing some arcteryx even though you hate the outdoors that's one thing. <laughs> Going like full on leather leather crossboy. Yeah. It, if you have never ridden a Harley, it's like that's a it that that's the type of thing that doesn't age well. Yeah. When it's just when it's totally when you could you could be mistaken for having on a costume. I'm waiting for them to do the biker jackets like Hell's Angels like vests mm-hmm. and leather and patches and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. and getting your ass totally kicked. <laughs> if somebody if you catch the wrong person yeah well d- just don't go around what is it the the one percent you can't have the one percent patch on ah is that a or is it three percent i think it's one percent oh, you know what i'm talking about yeah i don't know the uh, the there's there's the the it's you yeah bikers get the patch on their on their leathers uh-huh. that i think is one percent and it's saying that like one percent of us are like true right members right. of the culture of the gangs of yes. the hell's angels or very cool or whatever mm-hmm. so if you put a one percent patch on your on your leathers on your um your vests you better be ready to throw down <laughs> you better have some backup <laughs> man i would love for one of these designers to to, to throw one on, on there yeah okay uh back to the leather <laughs> and all the leather daddies um so I think uh, one of the differences here with leather is that as it kind of comes back into vogue is that it it was, it felt very cordoned off into like bombers and riders yeah. five years ago. And now you're going to get that and you're going to get leather everything else. So shirt jackets, chore jackets, uh, blouson style stuff with like regular looking collars. You'll get the dusters. You'll get- uh, Leather cardigans? Y- yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't put it past me. <laughs> uh, you're going to get the suits. Obviously, we've talked about how leather bla- blazers is absolutely uh-huh. like about to pop off. But the Grammys definitely signaled that leather is back. What are you going to put with that leather blazer? What are you going to wear? With that leather blazer? Yeah. Uh, are you going to go Harry Styles and just pop top underneath? Well, so I'm actually glad that you brought this up because yeah. it did – it. Uh, the, w- one of the results of my cabin fever this year, over the last year, has been the the. Um, oh, here's some here's some one percent patches for you. Hell yeah, brothers keeper, brothers keeper. Yeah. One of the the side effects for me from a year of of cabin fever and quarantine, I'm back to having the urge to do something uh, to my body in an artistic way. Ooh. Now, dare I say? ink well so the, so the two options are piercings or ink right <laughs> you can do both but i so i desperately need this to end so that i don't do something rash like um little uzi <laughs> like little uzi yes i'm like a month away from putting a diamond in my forehead dude what the fuck is going on with that man <laughs> 
It's weird. It is very it's weird. It's beyond. It's uh that has to get caught on stuff all the time. Putting on I, I, stuff I don't even want to know. It yeah. makes me want to pass out I know. even just thinking about uh-huh. it. Okay, hold on. I want to keep going on this. <laughs> Where does he get it's donated, right? He's not buying these multi multi million dollar diamonds, right? No, he said that he's been saving and paying off this one since 2017. Oh my god. Man. Yes. That makes me want to pass it. And now he has a pink diamond lodged in his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I hope yeah, man. that this he thing, is paying... He's been paying it off since 2017, $25 million diamond. What the fuck? Man, he is not paying his security enough. Think about that. Yeah. All the plots. Yeah. I'm plotting. Plus, the pe- the people that were like, you know, they had like plastic surgeons and, and piercing artists and that type of thing basically like responding to to news outlets and stories about like how he was even doing this mm-hmm. like what are the various options to embed mm-hmm. a giant stone in your forehead um all of the options sound horrific it's an anchor um right like it with it like and then the diamond like screws on screws or whatever it, yeah but like you're saying about it getting caught on stuff if he gets like punched in the face it's probably gonna scoop off half of his forehead right like it's gonna be serious damage it is remarkably stupid it's asinine yeah it's totally asinine uh yeah um now here's what's not asinine uh-huh. getting a giant butterfly tattoo yeah, on the go. top of your stomach uh-huh. right underneath your chest like rihanna or harry styles no that's a good one i like that i'm not i'm i'm not lying to you phil he harry styles did this performance in his in his leather get up and his boa and i was like i you're, need a but yeah. i need a butterfly tattooed on yeah. my stomach you're it's- researching tattooers <laughs> immediately here's what you don't do don't do those sparrows uh, on like up on his chest uh-huh that's just my opinion what why, why not they're, they're, they're played out way played out okay okay a lot of people did that. Don't forget, Harry Styles started like t- getting tatted up when he was 18 years old, which is yeah. always a mistake because you're always going to get bad tattoos if uh-huh. you start getting them when you're 18. He may have started earlier than that. Yeah, he might have. But I'm kind of I'm I'm into the butterfly. I'm into the big big ass butterfly. You might you might be able to pull off a little right here below the eye. Oh, just get a yeah, like yeah, like a Bieber. What did he get? Like, like I think a it's cross, a cross yeah. under there. But I like I like Harry Styles tattoos way more than Bieber's. Well, for sure. Um, but yeah, the the this um the the, the shirtless. Did you see there was a, a, a there's no way I can find this quickly, but just like a day after, uh, Kyle Kuzma, LA, on the L.A. Lakers, Mm-mm. he went down. Yeah, here it is. He was clearly inspired. Suit, no shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's got the t- tats blowing in the wind. Right. You need tats to pull this off. Correct. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, first I get the butterfly tattoo on my stomach. No, first you get the then leather Then I get jacket. the leather. Then I get the leather suit. Go leather first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, the good thing about the tat- that position of a tattoo is it's very rarely will anybody see it if you want to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I feel like if I if I ever do I gotta I gotta start with piercing and just see how it feels. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh, I'm just not a piercing guy. Well, how how is that possible? How how you exactly? Just... So here, let me give you an example. This morning, I had my yearly physical. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've gotten a yearly physical in five years. Well, you're due. <laughs> they drew blood from me over here. That 
gave me a, I thought about it last night. I thought I've been thinking about it for a week. That size needle gives me trouble. Yeah. But this obviously no problem. Sitting yeah. there for hours having somebody right shade me with multiple needles, but there it's totally different for me. Well, I mean, I, I, so probably one of the reasons that I, I've got crazy white coat syndrome. Mm-hmm. So the last time that I did have a physical, I, I had a vasovagal reaction and passed out. Fuck. And like, and I generally deal with this at doctor's offices. Uh-huh. There are a few exceptions, which for some reason are like grandfathered in and I don't have an issue with them. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's, I was okay the last time I got blood drawn. Mm-hmm. If like that one's okay to me. I don't know, but 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 all the I don't like getting poked and prodded anymore. Where, where, where that's what get, that's what triggers me. Triggers me. You just get a simple ear pierce on the lobe, or are you going? Up yeah, I think I think I would just get. I think I would get a simple ear pierce on the lobe. Okay. Yeah, because they can use. That's pretty intense too, man. I watched Ashley get hers done at Diablo here. Yeah. It's like a you know they're they're putting on the gloves and they've got to <laughs> sterilize everything. You got to sit there and think about what's about to happen for a very long time. It's just a little little hole in your ear, though. Sure, but the needle is is uh, not small. Yeah, in length. Okay, right. It's a big long needle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just do they put me. an apple under your ear, like in the parent trap? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't do that. That's not no. sterile. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know what else? I I did. I I do have a note to bring up something else, though. Do you happen to remember us talking trends? And uh, one of the one of my trends to look out for was um, like knit crochet and mesh tank tops. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that that's finally here in more full force. Um, and there there's there's one from Stussy. That's cool. That I think is really really cool. Yeah. Anyway, if you don't have a sweet ass butterfly yeah. on your stomach to show off, I feel like something like this is kind of how Amiri showed. The, the leather suits mm-hmm. two, three seasons ago, they had like the kind of crochet mesh knits mm-hmm. underneath. So you still get like the open air type look, but you got a little bit of coverage. That's it, cool. It fills in for the, uh, yeah. There's also, let's see if it's on web, on web. I saw it on another website, but they also have, yeah, they're doing, they're doing a lace shirt as well, which is also very, huh. Same thing with this like open weave, kind of open air. Hit the red one. And then, of course, it's like play, pl- okay. playing off off the Bodhi vibes. Uh, Ime is about to release a, a, a knit kind of lacy mesh shirt like this as well. Uh, so I just wanted to I wanted to give shouts to, to Stussy. Cause, I like that. The black one. Yeah. Because this, this is uh, – they're, they're, they've got a couple of really cool trend pieces – uh that don't really the shirt's 120 the tank's 80 so i mean it's not it's not asos or h&m cheap but it's you don't you don't have to pop over to essence and spend 500 bucks to get in on this um yeah so leather tattoos piercings i love it all you're doing it all i'm doing it all no but seriously this we gotta this gotta end because i know this is a symptom of just like me itching to yeah experience to to feel something basically <laughs> bear's gonna start cutting himself oh, yeah yeah um let's take a quick break okay hear from a sponsor and then we'll uh we'll come back phil you know what's always tough what? every single year mm. 
springing forward. It's Ooh. awful. My synapses still are not firing correctly. Correct. I'm not sleeping that well. Uh, this this week has been kind of a nightmare. The only thing getting me through it is the Headspace app because it's this nice little app, pocket-sized guide that helps me sleep, focus, act, and be better. If you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. It is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation is, Headspace really can help you feel better, whether you're like me and you're just kind of having some wonky sleep issues this week or you're overwhelmed by work or you're overwhelmed by the traffic that is back in full force, uh, it would appear. Mm. Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. And that's just one option. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Headspace has wind-down sessions uh, for parents. They even have morning meditations you can do with your kids. Their approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Uh, Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash clubcool. That's headspace.com slash clubcool for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. So you go on, you get the app, you use the code clubcool, you get one month free, and you will have access to everything that I just mentioned. The SOS meditations, the ones you can do with your kids in the morning, the sleep stuff, the wind-down stuff, the whole kit and caboodle. This is the best deal offered right now. I mean, you really have nothing to lose here, and this is the perfect time as we do kind of get over the hump and we get into spring and we get into the fourth quarter of the pandemic. You know, we, we think it's going to get better, but it's just going to bring on all the, all the stuff that you forgot about from 2019 and before. Mm. So get ready. Get Headspace app. Headspace.com slash Club Cool. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to Headspace.com slash Club Cool today. All right, Phil, uh, let's see. What else did I have on my list to talk about today? Um, oh, yeah. I want to talk about some shoes. Real quick, I just saw a note on my the, – the last thing I wanted to say about the leather, just rewinding one more time here. Uh, the the We've talked about how, like, current trends, right, very much they, they feel right for work-from-home era. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to lose all that, but – there have been a lot of references made to how after the Spanish flu of 1918, what followed was the Roaring Twenties. I'm sure you've seen the memes and, and heard people talking about this, right? And I do expect I do expect that sensation to kick in at some point, whether that's later this year or 2022 or even really beyond that. Once it's really, really like over, over, mm-hmm. and we are fully unmasked and going back to live sporting events in full effect, like mm-hmm. all that, like... I just think that there will be this overwhelming sensation to kind of like be fancy and be sexy again. And and maybe we were losing some of that, like heading into the pandemic anyway. And I think I just feel like that'll all be kind of, you know, pushed back up to the top. Yeah. The the desire to like be classy, basically, mm-hmm. and feel cool and like do stuff that's, you know, um, creating TikToks, nighttime stuff. I don't know. Okay. So I was watching The Bachelor on Monday, and Matt James, he was letting the final two girls meet his family, and his, he had his, his brother and his mom there, and his brother for these meetings was wearing a pair of Nike foam posits. Mm-hmm. Do you know the shoe of which I speak? Yes. Okay. 
This is here. another OG sneakerhead. Yes. Here is uh, here's the original Penny Hardaway foam posit that I remember. Mm-hmm. This bright blue and black thing. It's a this this shoe came out like 25 years ago. 1997 was the release for this. Mm-hmm. 24 years ago, and it still somehow looks pretty damn futuristic. Right. Like it's it's pretty you know it's pretty spacey. And I tweeted and basically said, you know, is Matt James' brother single-handedly bringing back the foam posit tonight? Because they look pretty cool. And I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say the tweet went micro vi, <laughs> but it got a lot. It got a lot of responses. It got a lot of likes, over a okay. hundred likes. And I was surprised that people one even knew what foam posits were, and two were reacting with such, you know, with 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 such strength. And I felt like they were saying. Yes, give me foam posits. Uh, there, if you go, if you pull up the sneakers app right now, there is a foam posit dropping over the next couple of weeks, um, and then I'll scroll up here a little bit, and you can see that uh, they've been given the Comme de Garcon seal of approval as these made an appearance on on a runway uh, recently. Uh, and so, how do you feel about this? Are you do you think that foam posits are are cl- are cleared for takeoff? Yeah, I'm sure they are. Everything comes back. Yeah. If the but, dunks are as popular as they are. So I, I think this shoe looks really cool. It's one that I remember wanting. I think I, I've, I've told everybody the story about how my mom would not let me buy the Concord 11s because they were too gaudy. Yeah. With the patent leather. Yeah. These, I think, were too expensive because mm-hmm. foam posits were always, and they're still one of Nike's most expensive shoes. The pair that's releasing later this month is like 220 A lot of material going on. Yeah. A lot of molding. Yeah. This is, this is, this is high build, high make type stuff. Uh, but just for for reference, I mean, Jordan ones are fifty bucks cheaper. They come in at one seventy, and then even like the stuff that has more detail, like sixes or fives, is usually one ninety, right in that two hundred range. So these these take another leap up to that two twenty price point, which is a bit of a barrier. Mm-hmm. You know, you see stuff like the like like a lot of the new Yeezys kind of sit around for a while now, and I think part of that is definitely because they're over that two hundred dollar threshold. Mm-hmm. It's just there's less money to make in the resale market typically, and it's just a it's it's a bigger bite to chew off or like, you know, if it's one fifty, you're like okay, I'll I'll try it, I'll see it, let me see it, mm-hmm. two twenty, you add tax, you're up to two forty. It's just a different it's a different ball game, right? Uh, the other thing about this shoe is that it just feels very basketball league. Yeah, that's a basketball shoe. It's a basketball shoe. Yeah, and that's always that's always tough. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just really hard to wear casually. The Jordan is a basketball shoe that you shouldn't play basketball in. This is something that is the opposite. Trying to pull this off in the streets. I mean, the the what they've got going on with the Comte de Garçon is pretty cool, but yeah, I don't know, man. They're so big. They're they're big. They're clunky, and I do not. I don't understand really like what you would you know what you'd pair these with really, but at the same time maybe it just is going to make sense with like the mishmash look that we see so often right now where your parent workwear with Nike's and your parent double knees with windbreakers and just like Somebody all, all the all the kind of kooky stuff that that you see kind of matched up today right yeah so Le- lebron can put something Le- together oh absolutely but he also has a high paid stylist um but some definitely something something to watch out for. I I, I know, and I'm, we're not the first people to to wonder if the foam posit is 
is is queued up for a comeback. But um, the, the, this shoe primarily for me falls into a category, which a lot of Nike shoes do, which is they, they really make me wish that I was like playing some pickup basketball somewhere. That's what you're going to do. Because I would like I would like I'd like to play pickup basketball. Mm-hmm. I just where can I go run run threes? You know where can I run some fours? <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't have access to the Gregory. You imagine gym. Barrett and Philip rolling up to a street ball court. Yeah, we got next and just getting run <laughs> all over the court. Well, we got to work on your J. Yeah, you know, we got to be we're we're three point shooters. Correct. I'm not going in because we're going to get stuffed in the. I'm not going in that. <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> This dude came into Tom's uh, last night, and he's a little bit younger than us, maybe, and had a broken wrist from skateboarding. I was like, dude, let's cool it. Yeah. I mean, I understand that's your passion, maybe, but, like, dude, breaking shit at this age. I had a buddy fully blow out a knee playing basketball. Yeah. Like, like, like in a wheelchair for six weeks. You talking about Brad? No, but but Brad did too, right? Yeah, pick up basketball, he blew out the ACL, then he blew out the other one doing something else. (laughs) <laughs> Did you really? we're, we're, we're not we're not what we used to be basketball is definitely the sport that feels like it, it does at any moment yeah and your body as it gets older it does not want to continue playing basketball now i say all this i'm such a hypocrite but i've been out on the the tennis court it's different and it's different it's but different mine, and there, you're making some hard cuts on that court you are you are but there's something about there's a lot more going on in a basketball game and you're dealing, you're, you are dealing with physical contact as well. Yeah, exactly. You're coming down at different angles. And, you're, and the jumping and coming down yeah. is a huge part of it as well. Yeah, you're a little bit more calculated on the court. And I would just wager that, like, you, you're, I mean, m- maybe you are out there just straight up no- I am. Novak Djokovic style. That's exactly Just like right. Rafa up and down, side to side. Between the legs. Lateral king. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> uh-huh. But you just, you think about like the type of cuts that you make in basketball, uh-huh. the type of like hard plants. Are you doing that much? Of, are you doing that? There's much some of, it of that, tennis? but there's yeah. not as much. The quantity is less. But it could go bad. Are you are you are you playing tennis right now? Yeah, dude, we got it. We got to get on the court. Bring it. Where are you playing? Wherever they'll have me. <laughs> I play with a friend of mine, Jude, and he's really the only person I ever play with. Okay. And it's very sporadic, but I'd like to get back into it. Yeah, dude, same. We need, need, to, we need, get, to, we need to get uh, we need yeah. to get on the tennis. Racket needs to be restrung, regripped, the whole deal. Yeah. I need to racket. We've got some listeners that are that are tennis boys. Okay. Uh, Nike makes some great-looking tennis shoes. Might have to pull up some of those next week. I've tried to look. I wasn't. You weren't blown away? I would, no, but who cares, you know? Yeah. As long as they work. Yeah. Do you have tennis-specific shoes? I do not. What are you playing? Are you playing running shoes? Yep. Okay. Another recipe for disaster. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, you got no, you got no yeah. lateral support, Phil. How are you, you going to do behind the leg, by, between the legs with, uh, in running <laughs> shoes? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, be careful out there. I will. But, no, we'll have to get something on the schedule because I'll, 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 uh, I'll come serve it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did we have today? Do you want to go to the DM real quick that I talked about? Yeah, sure. Quick, quick convo. This, uh, this was a really nice DM to get. So let me, let me, let me pull it up here. Um, it's from our man, Stan. He says he loves the show. He's almost 42 years old and struggling to dress age appropriately, whatever that means. Um, this is compounded by the fact that he recently lost a lot of weight 
which he partially attributes to uh, to our podcast, wanting to fit into some of the brands that we spotlight. Anyway, how is a 41-year-old dude supposed to dress? And before I, before I um, pass you the tennis ball here, uh, I, I do want to say that we, we've, we've talked about this a little bit in the, in the Discord, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a perk that all of our Patreon members get, patreon.com slash clubcool. You will get access to the Discord. A lot of chatter going on in there. But we recently did talk about, like, are there, are there certain looks that you grow out of or that you need to stop wearing as you come up on that, you know, in, as you approach 40 years old and then beyond? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. What, do you, what are your takes here? One thing that's always baffled me is how it is acceptable, in quotation marks, to continue to wear flip-flops throughout your entire adult life as a child. It, it, you, can, you can always wear those. But to, to me, I think those, those should be discarded. So you're axing flip-flops at 40? Uh, yeah, before that. <laughs> No, not for, if you're on the beach. That, yeah, I'm, right. not ta- not, I'm talking not, about with a fit. If you're wearing yes. pants and flip flops, don't go out to dinner in flip flops. Do not do that. Yeah, but what about like like you know the the what? Let's just take like the Instagram looks for for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you wear like shorts and dunks? Can you wear like double knees at forty years old? Yeah, yeah. I think so, dude. I think you can wear whatever the hell you want to wear. Okay. To me, if you're comfortable in it, fine. That's what you wear. But. It can look a little weird when I see guys over the age, I don't know about 40, but 50 plus wearing like ripped up, blown out shirts sure. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And ripped up, blown out anything. Um, although I still like the denim, but just to a certain extent. So so, so Stan also mentioned just like, you know, that he had lost a bunch of weight. Uh, a, a lot of this is about, is almost less about the, your age number and more about just the way that you carry yourself too. Mm-hmm. What your career is. Yeah. Do you have kids? Right. Where do you live? Like all of this adds up, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, you know, you're you're allowed, you can get away with a lot more if you live in L.A. or New York or even somewhere like Austin where you can be a lot more casual, mm-hmm. right? Versus I don't know. Do you live in like Tulsa or Dallas? Dallas or Santa Fe? Where, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. There's just you, so you kind of have to dress for your. I I feel like as you get a little bit older, you start dressing a little bit more for your surroundings to just kind of like blend in a little bit more naturally. Um, and then physique wise, like, yeah, like Jeff Goldblum looks awesome in St. Laurent and Prada, right. but he's a tall, slender man at age 75 uh-huh. or whatever. So if you're, you know, if you are like a more, a more normal guy, maybe carrying around a little beer weight or whatever, like, yeah, you're not going to look as good in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, so it's just about... I think as you get up to that age, it's more about like flattering your body type, flattering like your general look. Do you have uh, facial hair? Are you wearing a beard, or do you have like a goatee or a, or a mustache? Do you mm-hmm. have to work with that? Because like, is it, you know, it's weird to like be decked out in athleisure, but you have like a Tom Selleck mustache, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's it's like the little it's the little things like that. But I'm with you. I I think that that generally. There really is no age limit to this type of stuff. No, there's stuff. There is like, you know, I, I think the exception to that is that the stuff that really bleeds into to hype beast territory, Supreme, Chrome Hearts, like I mentioned. Ignore all that. Like, yeah, throw just yeah, ignore it. That's not going to add anything because that's not at yeah. And and at forty years old, 
none of your peers are going to think that looks good anyway. Right, right. Right. So, uh, and then um, another thing we were talking about is uh, on the Discord is like how kids factors in. Because once you have kids, uh, you're going to be a lot more concerned with the uh, bodily fluids and the yeah, dirt. Right. And the crayons and the markers and everything that could potentially get all over you. Mm-hmm. And you need clothes that wash well and can take a beating and Uh that you're not going to freak out about when like something gets spilled or barfed all over um so that's that's just like that's another thing but i think that you know you mentioned that that a lot of the brands that you're interested are ones that we talk about here i think pretty much every brand that we that we push and highlight here whether it's ones we talk about a lot like ama or john elliott or or ones that we you know um talk about is like bubbling up like recently like the Sefer and sunflower and um all that everything that we kind of talk about here i think is good for mm-hmm. for for our for our age range and i think that and, I, and that that extends i think into the into your 40s uh you know it as long as you feel good in it and you feel comfortable in it i think that's i think that's what what really matters a good takeaway or inspo is always Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Because he keeps it on trend enough, but it's all it, that can that is the most versatile line that's going to be a little bit more elevated. Um and you can get you can find some stuff in there that if you want to take some risk. Yeah. Ralph Lauren's always good. Uh another guy that I've talked about before, look up the designer Brunello Cuccinelli. Mm-hmm. Not for his clothes specifically, which are very like Italian and extremely expensive but he's like to me he's kind of like pinnacle old guy style and he looks a lot like ralph lauren with just like a little bit more of a european twist yeah but same like really classic kind of washed out denim he wears cool shoes typically leather Mm -hmm. but not necessarily like anything that's too stuffy or conservative and then he looks great in like cool jackets and blazers Mm -hmm. and and you know he's he's got really cool kind of you know, middle-aged style, I would yeah. say, I would say, and look, there's absolutely, there is something to be said for, for dressing more, for becoming more and more timeless as you do approach those, those older ages. Yeah. Simply because you're, you, you don't want to look like a kid. You don't want to look like you're trying too hard. You want to mm-hmm. evoke some gravitas and some wisdom and some knowledge. And so I, I, you know, I do think that while I'm while I'm sitting here saying that if you feel comfortable in it and if you think you look good in it and you like it and it speaks to who you are, definitely do that. There's no question that you do kind of button it up a little bit more as you become older. And I don't know, how, I, you know, at 40 is, is one thing. Like, will I still be wearing Jordans at 40? Probably. Mm-hmm. Will I still be wearing Jordans at 50? Hard to imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know. So there is, there is that like – yeah. You do get to that point where there's kind of a a break a breakaway, I think. Yeah. Um, and I I just think de- determining where that is is kind of up to the individual. You'll have those Jordans on on the bocce ball court <laughs> at the retirement. <laughs> at the retirement home. when I'm fifty. Yeah. When you're fifty, I'm retiring at fifty. <laughs> I'm going straight in. Oh man! All right. Well. We can think about that a little bit more because it's 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 definitely a question. It's definitely something that I think about, and 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 I'm just I'm coming up onto to 35 this year, and I you know I kind of have the same question. Like, is there stuff that's making me look like I'm a child? 
Don't try and dress like anyone else, though, just right. because they are a certain age and that's sure. looked at as what you're supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Also, the Japanese stuff, a lot of that can oh yeah can go into the— That's a great point, and I'm glad you said that. The stuff, like, engineered garments, mm-hmm. that, like, the, the dudes that are into that on Style yeah. Forum, for example, I would say they mostly are in that 40 to 50 yeah. age range. There's guys that make 18 East look great in that in mm-hmm. in, in that age range, but that that type of stuff that kind of comes back to heritage Americana, whether it's diffracted through like the Japanese lens or not, all really 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 good stuff as yeah. well. Really solid looks as you know, kind of for any age really. Yeah, and you gotta have the so, budget too. And you do, but you do need the budget, which hopefully you're yeah. also getting more and more of as as you do get to that age. Get those kids out the door. Yeah, you know, get to that retirement home. <laughs> Bocce ball court. All right, that'll wrap it up for us today. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Headspace. Go check out the Headspace app, headspace.com slash clubcool for the best deal that you will find. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash clubcool. We have two tiers to choose from. You'll get a lot of great content. Whichever one you what you choose, and no matter which one, you will have access to our Discord uh, follow us on Instagram at Club Cool Pod, and uh, yeah, man, just uh, get get your leather daddy looks ready, ready to go uh, when, when this fourth quarter ends. And go, yeah, go check out that uniform drop, Club mm-hmm. Cool Ten, ten percent off. Um, and uh, it, it, like I said, Pat's got a lot of stuff coming out over the next few weeks and months. So if there, if if you didn't need heavyweight fleece today. Then just you know wait, there. wait for the next one because there there will be there will be something for you I promise. Uh, any last closing thoughts, Phil? Um, somebody let me know where I can get a vaccine in this town. Yeah, yeah. Also, hit, me that, up. hit Phil up. Philip, what's your what's your realtor one? Uh, <laughs> Philip Battaglia dot realtor. Philip dot Capital R on the realtor, right? Uh, not in the the handle, but you're right. It but, should be. But it should be. It should be in all caps. R, actually, all caps. Yeah. See, I'm a bad boy. All right. We will see you next week. Adios. See ya.